You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> I, I watch. The next day, he's like, my Achilles feels pain. <laughs> and that dolphin's pregnant. <laughs> Adult film stars, Matt Hamilton. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. We roll on live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Matt Hamilton in Canada near Niagara Falls. He gets to light up the falls tomorrow uh, as part of his uh, curling experience with Team Schuster. Uh, Chris Orr in studio, the Everlight Solar Studio. Uh, get to the show, 844-770-3776. Packers are getting back in the game week, Chris Orr. <laughs> Mark Tauscher is joining the show. Let's go. In a little bit. Uh, we got Throwing Stones coming up next, and then we'll be joined by Mark Tauscher. Badger football is trying to prep a young QB, Chris yeah. Orr. And I thought we could talk about that for a second here. 844-770-3776 if you want to chime in on it. Your confidence level in Braden Locke. I don't know where it is. I don't know much about him. I did see a funny quote uh, from one of his teammates talking about how Braden basically wears Lululemon everything. So he's a very <laughs> uh, like well-kept guy. Like he, uh, From socks all the way up to hat is Lululemon from uh, Braden Locke. So that guy is stylish uh, and comfortable. Mm-hmm. So good for him. But I don't know a lot about him. I think he was viewed as universally like a three- or four-star QB. Went and played at Mississippi State. Uh, he Shorter guy. But uh, seems like he's got a little zip to his arm. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I kind of hope the Badgers just run the ball more if he's their quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we got a guy who doesn't have a lot of snaps and we're on the road. Uh, maybe we just ram it down uh, Big Brett Bielema's throat. He's yeah, got some yeah. room in that belly for uh, Badger running back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If we can run the ball, I think we'll definitely be running it. But outside of that, I think hopefully they're just telling him, like, bro, just go sling it, bro. Go sling it. As a team, we understand uh, the position that we're in. We're going to be asking a lot more of our defense and our special teams, and that's just what you do. You know, if we were hurting on the defensive side of the ball, then it'll be the offensive job to keep them up. But I think that's the mindset going forward, you know, until Tanner heals up or if just for the rest of the season, period, if he's out. But, yeah, I hope they let him sling it a little bit, man. I hope they, like, let him get some – it's a road game. Uh, Illinois is probably going to play a super aggressive form of defense. Of we're going to light him up, and we're going to crowd the box so you can't run it. So the opportunity will be there, and I think that if they connect a few times, I, the confidence factor in sports is—I'm telling you—you you can't even fathom what it does. If he's able to get some early confidence in his career in this game period, then we could see a big boost for this uh, Badgers team. But. At the same time, he doesn't have the experience, so you're still gonna. He's still gonna have his. He's still gonna have his screw ups. He's still gonna have them as long as the team stays beside him that entire time, and our coaches call plays to help him out. You know, not put him in too tough of positions. Then, then I think we'll be fine. Because, the only thing that makes yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, the the talent gap is big enough for three of these four games that we have left that you should still win these games, even without yeah. even without your starting quarterback. Yeah, I'm I'm 
totally with you. I think mm-hmm. I would like to see them cut the attempts down a touch, right. keep him in that 20 to 30 range as yep. opposed to 50 like we had last week. For sure. Uh, but if they if they run it a little more, but I don't want them to like narrow that playbook down for mm-hmm. the passing plays. So let this kid sling the pill, have some fun with your playbook while you have him just – Make sure you get a little run heavy. Yep. The thing that makes me nervous, and I think this will make a lot of Badger fans nervous, is we had a young quarterback not long ago feast against Illinois. And <laughs> we thought we had the next coming of Aaron Rodgers right here, or the next Russell Wilson right here in Madison again. And look how that turned out. Now he's slinging <laughs> the pill down in Florida. So, like, I'm not going to put this all on uh, Braden here because he's got a big game. Anybody can be a flash in the pan, so he's going to have to do it a, a couple times. Like Chris said, build that confidence up and show that he can build on something as opposed to just being a flash in the pan here and there. So mm-hmm. I, I do think that uh, I have confidence in the Badgers to pull out at least three of these – or t- at least two of the next four games for wins. I think we should be able to handle Minnesota with them, but obviously rivalry game – all, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. That's that's a tough one to pick. For sure. 844-770-3776. If you want to chime in on Braden Locke quarterbacking the Wisconsin Badgers. Meanwhile, Packers. John Runyon today lost his mind. No, I don't know if he lost his mind or not. But they must be excited about what they did during the uh, uh, bye week here. Because mm-hmm. he says they you can and will see shades of the Dolphins with the Green Bay Packers going forward. Oh, wow. Maybe he's going blind. <laughs> Maybe he's going blind. Maybe that's his uh, attention that's the, telling That's why the injury report was so clean today, guys. That's what it was, obviously. They're just yeah. blaring that all day up there. Yeah, practice. My goodness. My goodness. I mean, Mike McDaniels wears glasses. Or Mike McDaniel <laughs> does, wears glasses. So, Matt's been doing this for a while now. He's been putting this Wisconsin S on things. <laughs> right? That's mm-hmm. a bit, and look, every, like McDaniel's, like it's Mike McDaniel. It's Josh McDaniel's, but it's Mike McDaniel. Yeah, and yes, Matt's I, been I, throwing an so S out of it. Mm-hmm. Love it. I mean, but it's something that like you're getting accustomed, brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just building confidence and get finding a rhythm. <laughs> but what would that like? What would you want to see? Are they getting Tua? Like that'd be great. I, I mean, I think, I think. What you want to see, I think, as a Packers fan is you want to see Coach LaFleur take a little more control. Like, this is the opportunity for him to do that. Before it was the case, you had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Don't screw it up. It's essentially your job. And I think now that you have an inexperienced quarterback, yeah, he's been in the league for a while, but playing age is is young. You know, he hasn't been in too many fights, so to speak. I think that this is now your job as an offensive guru. You came off the same tree. Um, we need to see you flex your muscle a little bit in order to help out your young team. Like, you have a young team. Nobody's trying to hear that as an excuse, though. You find a way as a coach to help these young guys out. And if it is getting exotic with your playbook, stuff that the same stuff you want to see Coach Longo doing, get exotic with your playbook if you need to, but you have some talent, they don't have the experience, just get them going. See, I see. I go this way. Like, if, if I'm a Packers fan, I don't want exotic. I don't want dolphin plays. I don't want anything crazy. How about we just do normal things well first? Like, how about we walk? How about we crawl before we walk and then walk before we run? And that's my concern. Offensive coaches, and I've been burned. Mm -hmm. I I have. 
between Mark Tressman and Bill Nagy. Like yeah. these, or, not Bill Nagy. I'm sorry, sorry, Bill. Hopefully, <laughs> Matt Nagy. Uh, Bill Nagy's a nice guy, but <laughs> these things where uh, they get too mad scientists. And mm-hmm. Paul Chris fell into this, I think, at times too. Like, how about we just do something simple mm-hmm. that if Aaron, like, if Aaron Jones is back. Maybe just do what you did against the Bears, which was not too fancy. Mm-hmm. Just throw the ball like two yards in the air and let Aaron run it the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Throw it behind the line of scrimmage and let Aaron run it the rest of the way. Denver's defense is pitiful. And I'm, I think, honestly, I'd rather them go back to zero than try mm-hmm. to get to like level 400. It's just that, Chris, yeah. as a defensive player, mm-hmm. would you rather see teams do some exotic stuff, a lot of motion pre-snap, or would, do you want them to keep it simple as a defender? Yeah, I would want them to you keep want it simple. I want them to keep yeah. it simple. I would much rather go against somebody where it's like, okay, it's just it's just about execution. I kind of I have a good idea of what's coming. Like you're not really trying to trick us. You're just saying that you're going to execute better, and you're just hoping to get three yards out this play. Kind of literally what Iowa wants to do with uh, what Wisconsin, what we wanted to do. Like when I was playing, yeah, we're really happy with getting a few yards steadily moving down the field and it's just about execution you know eventually you're going to break we're going to play great defense that's that's like your thought when you're just saying like let's just do stuff well and that's good when you have that team I just don't think the but the Packers have so many young players like I'd rather the young guys not have to think about tricks and all this other stuff like how about we make sure that Luke Musgrave is in the right spot you don't have two guys standing next to each other see but that's the thing it could be it's probably simple to them it's probably simple to them at this point. They probably added but they can't one figure or two out words. The, they can't do the regular things. True. I don't, I don't know, but this is my thing. You don't want, especially in the NFL, you can't afford to get better throughout the season. You can't afford to say, like, okay, let's just keep doing this. We're going right. to get better at it. You can't afford to do that. What game was it, though? And uh, and JB from the G, uh, the V chimes in. We'll definitely uh, see shades of the Dolphins, the 2019 Dolphins, five wins. Oh, wow. <laughs> It could be a 2007 he loved, he Dolphins. I, I covered the 2000. I think it was 2007 Dolphins. They won one game. Oh, they got a. It was actually like a game-winning touchdown against the Patriots. Were you there to get for their zero and sixteen year? That was the, they no. That, they, right? that was one and fifteen. The next year, the Lions oh, uh, went zero yeah, and sixteen. Lions, so yeah. I covered the Dolphins at mm-hmm. one and uh, sixteen. And then, and then I had the pleasure of seeing the, the Lions. Uh, you know, when I covered the Packers that same the next year. So I just got to see back-to-back trash it teams in person. Yeah. Oh, you should see the record of teams that I covered down in Florida. I saw just a quick. I covered the worst Miami Heat team in their history, <laughs> the worst team in Miami Hurricanes recent history, the worst Panther teams in their history, uh, <laughs> the one of the worst Marlin teams in their history, and the Miami Dolphins, one of the worst teams in all of NFL history. Uh. Then I got up here and I covered the pa- the Badgers. They were coming off like back to back ten win seasons. They won seven games, uh. and then uh, the Packers won six games with with uh, Aaron Rodgers. It's you. So it was me, but now I like now I cover a lot of these teams are doing a lot better. So I don't know, but maybe it's me. Maybe I am a curse <laughs> on it. But what was the game where they ran that? Was it the Saints where they ran a trick play? It was an abject disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they yeah. tried the double pass yeah. back to and Emmanuel Emmanuel Wilson yeah. tried to throw it back to Jordan Love, mm-hmm. and he looked like a baby. And, and I, yeah. I get what you're saying. And, not, and Matt, not necessarily that. It's but, more so really what the Dolphins are doing. I'll tell everybody out there. This is what they're doing. They're doing basically another form of like the jet sweep motions. They're just doing it from like the same side. They're essentially getting somebody moving and. Almost combining like a CFL element, like we're gonna get this guy running on the motion. Like it might be the same exact. They're not running like a crazy play, but they're not gonna be able to install like. It different. But if the Packers are trying to build something in the bye week, mm-hmm. you're installing like maybe ten plays. You can't. Yeah, you can't much. like. 
And that's probably then it for the mm-hmm. year. Like, it's too late to be installing a ton. Mm-hmm. And then how well do the guys know it? And I guess I look at it like this. I hope to God you don't need it against Denver. Like, Denver, you should go out and be able to beat them like you yeah. beat the Bears. Like, they are a terrible defense. Mm-hmm. Go out there and play simple football. That might be why. That might be what bite them in the butt. That Maybe. might be why. They might, be, yeah. they might feel See, like we should win anyway. True. And then, yeah, that can bite you in the butt, especially in the NFL. See, I'm with – I'm kind of with Chris. I feel like adding a couple of wrinkles can't hurt because yeah. right now we got two teams that are going Packers playing simple offense, defense obviously playing a simple defense to mm-hmm. match that offense, and we are getting outwilled. They are mm-hmm. outperforming us. And sometimes throwing a wrinkle in as much as it might, it could confuse your team. But if they if they execute it the way Chris is talking about, mm-hmm. you might get someone in space. If you get Christian Watson on a full sprint on kind of a little out route because he went in motion on a jet sweep fake, all of a sudden you got your fastest player uh, like off to the races before yeah. the you know two seconds after snap. So I'd love to see a little bit more like fun in this these play calling or maybe some motion just to help Jordan Love get some reads, but. I, I, do I, think I get what you're saying, but like we are just not executing the easy stuff, which I understand throwing another wrinkle and makes it even harder. But like when we are executing the easy stuff, we're being outplayed. Mm-hmm. So I get, you need to do something. I get that. But also, think, like, I don't know. If you could do it and you thought it would work, you would have done it already. Like, see, my point the, is, yeah, like, they might have already had it in. So, like, my whole but I look at it like this. Like, they're trying to be the Dolphins, and like maybe you just can't be the Dolphins. You don't have the personnel to be it. And mm. like we could talk about this. We got throwing mm. stones coming up, but maybe tomorrow we look into the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree because mm. you mentioned that McDaniel. Like I think Lafleur is pretty low on that coaching tree. There, I just know that the three big heads are McVeigh, Lafleur, and McDaniel. But I want to say McDaniel was lower than Lafleur as far as like position on a coaching uh, staff. He was a quality when they were together. Coach yeah, the time, yeah, yeah, that's quality control. Essentially means like you're like a step above a GA, like essentially you're you're a step above a, a GA is a graduate assistant, yeah. like you're oh, okay. you're literally in grad school basically and like an intern. Yeah, in basically an intern. Yeah, a GA is an intern. Yeah, and now you're like a paid intern. Yeah, because before you're essentially an unpaid intern. Like you needed to eat at the stadium. Type. <laughs> Your bills are paid, but you need to eat at the stadium, uh, and that's all you had the time for anyway. Yeah. QC is like a paid intern, like, oh, like, yeah, we all know you now. Like, you you can actually say stuff in here. Your your words carry a little so more value. So on that note, as we go to break, I just yeah. saw a story. Mike McDaniel was sharing a story how he was a quality control coach with the Browns when Johnny Manziel was there. And oh, he yeah. said that, like, I can 100% verify the stories about Johnny not watching the That's the crazy. film is 100% true because I'm the one that got the reports. Yeah. He's like, I just stayed in my yeah. lane and just gave it to the coaches. Yeah, but, that's, like, that's a real thing, too. Like, yeah. when <laughs> – when you go to college and you playing in the NFL or wherever you're playing, you all get like iPads yeah. or whatever, and that's how you watch your film. They can see how how long you've been watching film. They can see what you went and watched. If you just put it on and just let it go, like you never stopped it, went back, or there's no pausing to take notes. Like you can easily tell. Yeah, there's a whole report that comes up. Everything is tracked, and it, some people don't <laughs> track it. Yeah, but. For a majority of people, it's like, uh, we don't need to track this. Right. This is your job. Yes. I Like, I shouldn't have to go and track this. <laughs> I should see that <laughs> you're doing the work because you're not coming to practice and looking at me <laughs> with <laughs> – with a with a blank stare, <laughs> like I'm speaking Mandarin or something. You True. you you you're actually understanding what we're trying to build here and do. 
Then when you're not, you're like, oh, bro, something's you, you. I think people need to understand how many steps they went through through in order to get to check his tape. <laughs> yeah, <'Cause laughs> it, it was getting bad. That means it was getting very bad before they said, "Hey, we need to check his film, man." There's no way he's watching film. <laughs> think about how bad it had to get before they got to that point. Oh, that's a crazy. Well, story. now I just picture wedding crashers. Hot round. <laughs> Johnny Manziel be like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We'll throw some stones next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Rutledge and Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Got a nice drive home coming up around 6 o'clock. I'll make that drive in my truck from Simpson Chevy in Mount Harbor. Driving back and forth to Madison Walk a few different times. And the drive is fantastic for my truck at Simpson Chevy in Mount Harbor. Also, that time of year, leaves starting to fall. Throw all the leaves in the back of the truck. Go take them to the dump. Get them out. I don't have to worry about getting the trunk. Mm-hmm. Any of that problems? just use the truck. And obviously, I used it all summer long to pull the camper around the state of Wisconsin as well. So you're only minutes away from better buying experience at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. He's Chris Orr. I am Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton, up in uh, Canada. And for the sake of time here, because we're going to get to Mark Tauscher here, yep. let's move Stones back. Okay. Let's final do that segment. after. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that the final segment here. Uh, kind of just continuing the conversation on this Packers offense here. And we can ask uh, Tauscher about it as well. But I guess I when I looked at the Packers offense and what's been struggling – I didn't say. I guess I didn't think it lacked innovation. Mm-hmm. I thought it lacked execution. Yeah. And honestly, if you are worried about Jordan Love, the protection, like you need better protection schemes. Mm-hmm. And that means the old line coach and Lafleur have to get better. And that's why I guess my concern is that you get cute and try to add these other things when like you can't block yeah. the normal things. And yeah. Denver now has time too. It's like mm-hmm. so Denver, like if I'm Denver, I'm actually taking like what the Minnesota Vikings did against. Um, the uh, Bears last week, I and mean, what Detroit did a lot to the Packers. Mm-hmm. Blitz. Blitz the hell out of love. Mm-hmm. Like, blitz him and blitz him and blitz him until he proves he can beat the Blitz. Yeah, for sure. And if I'm LaFleur, I'm hoping, like, if I'm Packers, I'm hoping LaFleur has been like, hey, we're probably going to get Blitz, uh, like, there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Let's come up with some plays with match protect or get the ball quick so we can beat the Blitz. Because if they come out and be like, you know, we're going to beat Denver, let's get cute. Like yeah. Denver stinks. Save the cute for a good team. Yeah, like you should be able to go out and I, I just think Denver's going to blitz the heck out of them. They got nothing to lose, and I think any team's going to try to blitz Jordan Love and make him uncomfortable. For sure, for sure. That's that's an answer. But if they've been playing bad defense, they're not going to try to put themselves in that position either. True. But then at the same time, <laughs> now they had the Chiefs in check. I guess if a little they're, bit. If they're yeah, that's it. That is true. If they're adding all of this uh, extra motion and stuff um, from what Miami is doing. I think some of the thought, too, is to kind of talk them out of that blitz, talk them out of wanting to bring pressure is just because um, that's just opportunity for a defense to have some miscommunication. Whenever you get a lot of motion, typically it's for a couple of things. You want to see what coverage people are in. But when you do those fast motions like that, you're trying to get somebody late to covering somebody. You're trying to get some miscommunication to happen defensively. And I, I don't know. I think they might be able to do it. They might be able to pull it off. A bye week isn't the best time to just install a lot of stuff. 
they probably did put a few things in, but at the same time, between a normal game plan, you you change up what you're doing, you know, to cater whoever you're playing, but not this much, not this much. So I think they might, it might just be a little sprinkle. I think that's the question. I think the question is how much, like how far are they going? If it's just a little sprinkle that they're going to add to a few plays and a few concepts that they have, then they should be able to get it done. But if they're if they go too far, then yeah, they will have like the issues that you're talking about. Uh, we'll take a break. So Jim, we'll talk. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, like, I think you were. Uh, there's a, another point that I wanted to make with like order thing. Order thing here is they the Packers kind of seem like they were call the playbook had the training wheels on, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think yeah. these guys know the play. I just think Matt Lafleur's like we're taking the training wheels off. Mm-hmm. We're just we're going to open up the whole playbook. You guys know our base schemes. I am just doing little tweaks on the the base setups. Everyone can do it. You just have to, like Chris says, the, the O-line needs to execute. And if they execute, the wide receivers and running backs can be doing whatever the heck they want in the backfield prior to snap. So I, I am excited to see what Runyon's talking about. I am, yeah. He did get me excited more so for this Denver game than I was. <laughs> That's wild. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. It's going to take a little time. Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. And the O-line to get him over. Wisconsin football analyst. I want to know who loves him. Musical genius. I want you to show me. Mark Tauscher on Rutledge and Hamilton is brought to you by Chalmers Jewelers. Chalmers Jewelers with locations in Middleton and downtown Madison. Chris, it's the first time you've heard that. What are you thinking about uh, Mark Tauscher's singing ability? He got the vocals. He got the vocals. (laughs) Don't lie, Chris. Don't, hey. Don't be lying now, Chris. <laughs> no, we all know it was bad. <laughs> we just friends, so we laugh. Oh, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I meant to say it was bad. I thought. It, okay. I, now I don't know where I'm supposed to go with it. <laughs> well, and Chris wants to start off with a question for you because you we oh yeah uh, we saw a little video from Mike McDaniel talking about he confirmed the story about Johnny Manziel with the idea that uh, he was a quality control coach with Cleveland. He said, yeah, I can verify that I would get the iPad reports from Johnny Mm -hmm. Menzel saying that, and you'd see that he watched 0% of film. Now, Chris was saying that like you have to be so far along at a professional football level that the coaches feel like they have to check your Mm -hmm. iPad to see if you're doing the work because they assume that you are. So, Chris, I'll let you ask your question to Mark then. Yeah, yeah. So we all know, you know, majority of coaches, you can get these reports, but... The thought is, I shouldn't need to do that. Maybe in college, but definitely not in the NFL. This is your job. You're not distracted by class or anything like that. We should have that understanding. My question is, one, it's kind of two. going to call you old here. One, when you were playing, did we draw? How did on, you guys did we draw watch on film? paper? Yes, we did. How did y'all watch film at home? 
And two, was there any way of tracking that? And were those tablets heavy? <laughs> <laughs> like stone tablets. VHS. Dang. VHS. I'm starting to like Chris more and more every time he's hosting. Uh, so we had this will sound crazy to some people. We had DVDs that we would mm. get, and and it would be different breakdowns. And how coaches would do, there wasn't, I don't think there was monitoring. I don't know how they would because we kept the DVDs. Mm. But they would put things in there, like if you watched Goal Line and then there was a question about it or what song was in there, there would be pop quizzes mm. about what was mm. on your DVD. And there was sometimes there was some cash prizes that would be in play. Mm. But, yeah, there was not the point where they were monitoring and, I think if you knew what the heck you were doing, coaches never would question because yep. a part of life is watching film. You go in the, you go in your meeting room early, you watch film. You're always trying to get an advantage. So it wasn't. I think there was a point where you could watch too much film, mm-hmm. but no, I don't think. I, I don't know any uh, teammate I ever had that didn't watch zero amount of film. Right. And especially at quarterback, that's crazy talk. Especially at quarterback. <laughs> right. Especially at quarterback. Well, and if you've seen a Netflix doc, basically he got through college without having to watch films. So, like, I guess he just thought it could carry through to the NFL. Uh, Mark, another, and we'll get to some badge related things. Another thing that, uh, and this is the hapless Bears, but to the <laughs> idea of so much film out there, there's a video that's circling the internet where Cordy Whitehair. Uh, and I showed it to Chris Orr, basically dropped back to bl- to block. Nobody was there. He turned around, kept on backing up, and ended up just turning to his own player and blocking him for a second. So, like, is there almost, like, too much film for fans? <laughs> and, like, have you had a moment on the field where you're like, thank God that's not on tape somewhere. Because mm. I remember English sharing uh. a story about how John Madden circled him in the Super Bowl broadcast. Oh. They're saying, I don't know what the hell Derek English oh. doing here. So I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, there is. There's... You have now 7 million football analysts that will go through film, and it's always, well, look at how wide open this guy was. Well, did you recognize that Warren Sapp was in the quarterback's face? <laughs> and it, so there's always little nuances to it, but I think it's great. Fans get to, to feel like they're in the mix. And uh, But to answer your question, yeah, and as far as Cody Whitehair, I watched that clip. That was a fairly obvious. You're sliding the protection to the right. They obviously got a blitz the other way, and it never looks good when you're bear-hugging your right guard uh, when your quarterback getting sacked because the left guard got beat across his face. So, yeah, all those things. That wasn't on Cody Whitehair, but I get it. I understand it. And, yeah, I'm glad I played in the era where there was only – there were there were maybe only one million football analysts, Man. not the Twitter analysts that there are now. Yeah, yeah, you're lucky you can't, can't get turned into a meme. You're lucky <laughs> right? you can't get turned yeah. into a meme, man. That's I don't that's know a, if we get our legit fear. If we get our hands on some Tauscher DVDs, we might be able to find some uh, hot plays. <laughs> yeah, get, get the CD burner, the DVD burner out, and see what we can do with that. Yeah, I'll have uh, to dust off my DVD player. <laughs> Mark, uh, the uh, there's no way around it. The Iowa Wisconsin game was really mm. rough to watch. You did a great job making it as entertaining as possible because it was uh, it was really honestly a throwback to the old Bajir Hawkeye <laughs> matchups there, where um, it was a game old school '90s style. But moving forward off of that game, Braden Locke, what is the team doing? What is the what the players, the coaches? How do they get ready to go on the road and and win? A, I think a pretty important game, not just because they need as many wins as possible, but also I think a lot of these players want to. It's not 
Brett didn't end Paul's career, but he kind of ended Paul's career. So there's probably mm-hmm. something there with that uh, with some of these players as well. Yeah, I mean, I think there's always, um, you know, players don't forget things. And that last year, that was probably one of the low points in the Wisconsin football history. And obviously, Paul lost his job that Sunday. And so I don't think that's the motivation. Obviously, I have a new staff that's more motivated on just improving. But it's going to be tough. I mean, you take Tanner Mordecai has been a – there's a stat out there, and I'll have to look at my notes. Uh, as far as Chesma Lucy and Tanner Mordecai with your touchdowns, you take those off of where Wisconsin is, I think the kicker is the leading scorer on this team. Oh, wow. And so there's, there's a lot of, uh, lot of production that won't be down in Champaign. And what I always look at is you lean on your horses, you lean on your leaders – when you're in a case like this. So I would think that this, even though it's Phil Longo's offense and things are going to be different, I would be surprised. I think Braylon Allen, we saw him in the second half get a little bit uh, get a little bit going, and when you're able to get the points that we did, it was Braylon Allen kind of setting that table. I think you're going to try and limit uh, what you're going to ask Braden Locke to do, but I, I just talking to people over there today, I, I don't sense that there's a lot of trepidation about what Braden Locke can all handle. Obviously, his skill set's a little different than Tanner's, but I don't envision this offense looking a ton different than what we saw uh, throughout this season. I think they're going to have a full game plan. What's going to work and how you're going to execute it, those are going to be fair questions, but I don't think with Braden Locke you're going to you know, try and slow anything down as far as what you're thinking offensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I said the exact same thing. I don't, I don't think you should. Um, I was telling I was telling our listeners out there about confidence in the game of football, and that if you could get a young young quarterback to connect vertically or just get in rhythm early, that can do something completely different for his career, or even just for that game itself. Even for the team, it's it's pretty easy to rally around a guy that you know everybody's kind of expecting to mess it up or have some mistakes. And when they're out there and they can get into a rhythm and get going, it's it's easy to rally behind that guy. I, I know that the team is they're in a position where they understand that defensively we're gonna have to step up a little more. We're gonna need a little more out of special teams and yeah, our leaders on offense. We're gonna we're gonna need more out of you, Braylon. We're gonna need more out of Tim and all the guys that have established themselves as playmakers. This is the week. This is the week that you 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 take it up a notch. This is the week that you catch that little hitch, and instead of just getting vertical, you try to do a little more with it or whatever the case is because we, we all understand that we'll need it. But, yeah, I don't think we should change anything. I say let the let the young QB, man, let him, tell him go in there and let it fly, bro. If I was on his <laughs> yeah, team, if I was his linebacker, I'd go tell him, I said, man, let it fly. We got your back over here on defense, bro. Don't worry about anything Absolutely. you do. Absolutely. And I think that is the messaging. And I think when you look at it, uh, there's an excitement to it, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you have that unknown. And I think every player, Braylon Allen wasn't Braylon Allen until he started playing. You have to go out there and play. And so there's there's always that comfort of, well, I know what this guy can do. And – but every player that's ever played has had to go through this process. So yep. Braden Locke has to look at this as what an unbelievable opportunity mm-hmm. I have to lead this football team. And I think the t- his teammates feel that. And they're going to. You always look at it when you lose a couple of key players to say, what can I do to help alleviate this? What can I do from a team standpoint that will help us have more success? Everybody needs to elevate their game, and I'm sure – Anybody in on that roster, anybody that's going to be going down to Champagne, that's the approach they're going to have. Yep. 
John Runyon today, I believe, said that the Packers offense, uh, as we transition to the Packers going against the Broncos here, can and will have shades of the Dolphins going forward. Mm. And, Mark, my main question is, like, why are they starting it now? I mean, only the bye week, but, like, they could have just done this earlier, too. So I'm a little <laughs> bit dubious of the statement of, like, they're not executing the simple stuff right now, and now they want to pull out the Dolphins playbook. Um, what does he mean by that as far as how much can you install during a bye week? How much can you change? I don't know what that means. I think that uh, <laughs> that is a very bold statement. That's somebody that I think what he's trying – I think just reading between the lines, I think it's we have a lot of uncapped talent that needs to get free float. We need to let this thing rip. And, uh, and whether or not you want to say Christian Watson can beat Tyreek Hill and Jordan Love can beat Tua, all – I think it's more about this offense has not let it go yet. So to try and compare it, the Dolphins are the best offense in the league by a large margin. So you want to set your goals high. You want to go out and try to accomplish those things. And maybe it's more of a, hey, let's stop handcuffing and putting ourselves in a box to say we can only do this. Let's shoot for the stars. And you know what? If we can show some improvement, this is a great week to do it when you're playing against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Yeah, Tosh, kind of to elaborate on that, uh, Jim's been saying for a couple weeks uh, and alluding to the fact that he kind of thinks that this offense (laughs) has the training wheels on to kind of get Jordan Love into a rhythm and get him going, get him comfortable. My thought by Runyon on this was like, maybe these training wheels are coming off. We're opening up the whole playbook and there's going to be a a couple more wrinkles, but it's still within the same – Scheme. Does that make sense or does that seem to jive or do you think uh, that's kind of out there? Um, I don't know. I mean, I love when people use analogies. I think it's great when you you'd use that. I, I, I think the Aaron Jones component of this is what you're looking to unlock because the only game he's played a lot of snaps. I know he was back for a little bit of the Detroit game, but when he was, with, when he was on the field against the Bears, a lot of great stuff happened. Mm-hmm. You, you, your first drive was a touchdown. You had that screen pass. Obviously, he scored the touchdown when he pulled his hamstring. So I think it's more about, you know, we have not been, if you want to say training wheels, I think they just haven't executed very well. I think it's more about we had the bye week. We got some guys back. We're starting to get our old line put together. We got Elton Jenkins back. I think we are going to unleash what our capabilities are. Whether or not that's going to be 70 points like Miami did to Denver, I would be skeptical of that. But I love the fact that that's where the mindset is. That's, uh, the mentality is right. It might be delusional, but I'd rather, you be, I'd rather you be delusional on the positive side of things than on the negative side of it. Uh, Mark, uh, as always, awesome stuff. We appreciate you hopping on. You bet. Take care, guys. All right, that's Mark Tauscher. Brought to you by our good friends at Chalmers Jewelers in Middleton and in Madison. Custom is best there. They also can fix anything you have. They've helped Tauscher uh, be one of the better, uh, the best gift giver he's been in a long time, thanks to uh, Chalmers Jewelers. <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton. We'll throw some stones next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. Matt Hamilton. 
Jim Rutledge and Chris Orr with you, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Matt Hamilton out in Canada, A. Eh? Even in Canada, you know that if you had a problem with your home or business, you'd call our good friends at Revive Restoration, Mr. Matthew Hamilton. Absolutely. I'm here on the road right now, and I tell you what, everything that does go wrong in my house, I do get a call from my wife. I thought you said she blames you? (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, yes, it's my fault because I didn't take care of it before I left. But (laughs) if I did have a serious issue, if I did, I could go online to revivepros.com. They got a 24-7 response team. My friend Phil came back from a vacation on a Sunday, popped online, did the Revive Pros thing, Told him that he had a flood in the basement. By Tuesday, they had the studs all the way down, ripped down the studs. The drywall is gone. The carpet was out. They were ready to get their lives back on track again. And that's the thing that the Revive Pros and Revive Restoration can do for you. They're fast, efficient, and detail-oriented as they make things right again. And they're available to you 365 days a year, 24-7. So you can either call Revive Restoration, ask for Josh Duggan, our guy. He will get you set up straight, or you can go online and figure out through their uh, emergency line how to start a project and get going for you. There's no project too big or too small for Revive Restoration. So if you've got mold, fire damage, smoke damage, water damage, and a whole lot more, they can take care of you. Revive Restoration's got your back. Go visit revivepros.com today. Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. No, 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 this no, is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro no, Kia of Madison, no, no, Madison's no, trusted Kia yes. dealership. Yeah, guys, it's time to throw some quick stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. Now, we all know that sticks and stones may break our bones, but words, boy, do they confuse me. And I got a question today about the guy we've been talking about for the last 30 minutes. That's Mike McDaniel. Not McDaniels, Matt. <laughs> McDaniel. But I don't know if you guys saw this. The There was an NFL Films clip. Britt Favre's good player. Britt Favre's. <laughs> <laughs> so there was an NFL... NFL Films dropped a clip from uh, Mike McDaniel from the Dolphins' most recent game against the Panthers this past week, and just take a listen to some of the gems he drops in this one. That five's widened out there, Butch. Why don't you say that? <laughs> LOL. Isn't that fun? <laughs> Go score. Come to score. Score. Touchdown, Miami! Alert! Oh, thanks, buddy. You gotta stay hydrated. Yo, yo, yo! <laughs> Wait for it. Time out. <laughs> All right, guys, so I ask you, is Mike McDaniels hands down the most entertaining head coach in the NFL? Chris, I'll start with you. Ooh. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Right now, yes. I, I've been really entertained with Coach Reed's commercials. Yes. I think Andy. those are yes. hilarious. I think they're supremely underrated. I think that he is hilarious. Yes. And his players so seem to back that yeah, up. They yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. I think that makes it a little tough. But I think that what Coach McDaniel has is, you know, he got the he got the feel swag. He be wearing off whites on the sideline, which is kind oh of ridiculous. Oh my gosh! I, I was going to mention that. Yeah, I think so it's crazy sick. how he can stay so cool, calm, and collected through everything. Like literally <laughs> cracking jokes with the that that was not an athletic trainer. That was definitely a water boy that ran up and got him a <laughs> cup and. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think you got to go with him right now. Matt, what do you think? I mean, the dude's got 
like the sweatpant, like sweatsuit mm-hmm. swag right now on the yeah. sidelines. Like Chris said, he's got those uh, the Air Force One off whites in the mm-hmm. cream color, still with the off white tag on it too. Mm-hmm. So like. <laughs> that's so cool shout out Virgil Abloh for uh or rest in peace for making those amazing mm-hmm. shoes because McDaniel is rocking them on the sideline right now Jim yeah McDaniel and I want to throw this out there as a running I don't want to obviously I want to save this for tomorrow no but McDaniel's gotta be high on the list if you could have one coach to coach the Packers like mm-hmm. you could be anyone so we'll put LaFleur on there Belichick like yeah pay, like you put like a mix on there but like just but also like as a fan yeah. Like, I am just like as an example. I another reason why I hate love the Bears. They didn't even bother to interview them. Like that's Ooh. how. Mm. Like that's I, it just their heads up their butts. They are there. Mm. They, like there was an opportunity. Like the timing was right. He could have been coaching my favorite team. Yeah. Instead, he coaches the Dolphins. Mm. I was trying to set you up there for your so- favorite sound. But oh, anyway, yeah, he just <laughs> checked out. Uh, prime. <laughs> trying to make sure we get out on time there, Jim. All right, I'm trying to do my job back here. <laughs> Anyways, because uh, he is, I don't know if he's the best, but man, the way he can walk that line and be a player's coach, yeah, but they all seem sure. to fall in line with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just today, he was asked a question about, like, is Tua like a system quarterback? Yeah, I saw that. And he got mad. He's yeah. like, look, there's a lot of guys who can run this. I've never seen anyone do in this system what Tua's doing in this system. Mm-hmm. So Tua's not a system quarterback. Mm-hmm. And like, and none of these players are system players. They are doing things in the system that's never been done before because mm-hmm. these players are special. Mm-hmm. Which the small things you both of you guys talk about, from coming from a coach or someone in leadership, mm-hmm. Matters. Yes, that matters. Yeah, one hundred percent. Leadership matters, and I was I was gonna give it. To- <laughs> I love that I threw out both. The, it's just so funny because I went to, I threw it to like Chris and Matt, the athletes, and they probably times like, yep, yep, leadership. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was gonna give it to the plug god, the tease god, Jim Rutledge, but you know what? Not today. After that one, there, Jim. You know, this is so good. I'll give I'll give this one to Chris Orr. Bringing up Big Red Andy Reid. Who doesn't yeah. love Santa He's Claus funny. himself? He is. Oh, try it again with those nuggies. Let's get those oh nuggies. My gosh. <laughs> that oh line my is so God. good. Oh man, uh, Coach Reed's the king. He looks like the Kool Aid Man out of the sidelines. There, but he is killing. <laughs> he does. Look, and he's won everywhere. Uh, he won it. Philadelphia got mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl with McNabb, and now he like, he's the example of a retread that worked. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I didn't know what he I, – I underestimated him because I thought him and Lovey were closer yeah. in comp. It's just one had a great quarterback in Donovan mm-hmm. and one didn't. But, no, yeah. Andy Reid has lifted and yeah. modified his game. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy hasn't really done that. Like It's hard to be a coach and yeah. change it and get with the times they have. Matt, thanks for hopping on. Good luck to, good luck the rest of your tournament. Yep, we'll see you later, eh? All right. See you later, eh? Enjoy Canada, eh? This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. See ya.